Welcome to the Victory Passing Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message will encourage you. Now, we are starting our, uh, not starting, we are in the second week of our series of Even in the Impossible. Last week, we talked about Peter. We talked about um, uh, how Jesus healed the mother-in-law of Peter and then eventually also, um, uh, eventually, he also casted out demons from different people, healed many people. And we saw how Jesus powerfully worked in the life of the family of Peter and in their town as well. Now today, we're going to be looking at the continuation. We're going to zero in at the life of Peter paren and how Peter was called and how it relates to us. But at the same time, I want to start with a question for every one of us. Okay lang ba yun? Okay lang ba magtanong ako sa, sa lahat sa atin? Okay. Now, I want to ask lang, um, are you uh, a process person or not? Meron ba ditong mahilig ka sa mga proseso? Meron ba? Okay. Or wala? <coughs> ano? Process food lang daw. Okay. <laughs> Iba, ay, pero hindi ko mahilig sa process. Okay, sa, sino sa inyo pareho sa akin, ayoko ng mga proseso. May mga ganun ba? Pwede mataso ka may, okay, iba sa atin. Yung, sino sa inyo kahit anong itanong ko, wala kang pake. Okay? Kasi parang kahit anong itanong, wala na, nanonood lang kayo eh. Okay? So, um, a, a very quick story about me or a, a bit of background about me. I hate processes. Um, for me, between me and my wife, kapag proseso, wife ko yon. Okay, wife ko yung mag-iisip, wife ko yung gagawa, and it's not because I'm lazy, it's just because gumagawa ng justification. <laughs> but there is, I'm more of out of the box, and probably the people I work with know that. It's not that I don't see it as necessary, rather it's just something na hindi ako nasanay na maproseso. And I admire you if you are a person who loves the process. There are people I know who just is energized by processes. Kapag pinag-usapan mo yung proseso, they light up. But for me, I want to simplify things. I want to do things na in easier ways, in ways that may be out of the box, but will get us to where we need to be. And, and the reason why I ask if you are a process person or not, because the reason is whether you like processes or whether you don't like the process, we have to acknowledge that the process is necessary. There are things in life na hindi mo pwedeng i-skip yung process. And so even though I hate processes, I do see the value of processes. I, I do see the, the value of my child Growing, na hindi lang sila pinanganak after nine months, 18 years old agad. I, should, I, I see the necessity of me having to study first so that I can be better prepared for the future. Nakikita ko na kailangan talaga yung proseso. But, and, and they would, you know, a lot of people would usually say about the process is we have to trust the process. Tama po ba? Sino sa inyo narinig mo na to? You have to trust the process. Nakapila ka sa bangko. Hindi ba pwedeng ganito na lang? Sir, trust the process. Di ba? Sir, oh, may proseso po kasi tayo eh. 
Nakita mo, may bibiling ka na nag-grocery ka. 18 yung cashier, tatlo lang yung nabuka, nakabukas. Bakit? Mabuksan mo na. Sir, trust the process mo. There are things na parang ang, ang hirap naman, bakit kailangan may proseso? But, you know, there, 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 there are times and there are places that there is a process and we just have to adhere with the process. Now, my question, my second question for us as we jump into the Word is, what if the process is hard, it entails sacrifice, and is illogical? Would you still move forward with the process? If you see that in order from, for you to get from point A to point B, you have to go through a process that doesn't make sense. It's hard. It is something that would have to kill yourself, not in a physical way or in a literal way, but in a spiritual way. Would you still push forward with the process? I believe every one of us here today, we're here and I believe every one of us, God has a plan for every one of us. Do you believe in that? But I also believe from where we are to where God wants us to be or who God wants us to be, there is a process and many times that process would not make sense to you and me. But it's a process that is necessary. And we're going to look at Luke 5 today and we're going to see how God brought Peter through a process that was necessary so that he could be the disciple that God has called him to be. Are you excited for this? I want to invite everyone to stand up to our feet. We're going to be in Luke 5. And just letting you know ahead of time, if ever na umubo-ubo ako, I apologize for it. But Luke 5, let's read this together. On one occasion... While the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he had Simon. He, had, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have toiled all night and took nothing. But at your word, I will let down your nets. And they, when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. And they signaled to their partners into the boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knee, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. O Lord, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of the fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. Lord, today we believe your word is alive. Your word is powerful. Your word is able to instruct us and to bring us to faith, to bring us to places, Lord, that we've never been. 
I pray that today we would clearly see you and we would clear, we would at the same time follow after you. I pray that in this room there will be faith rather than fear. I pray that our eyes would see who you are, your heart, so that at the end of this, Lord, hindi lang kami matitigil from where we are, but we would experience more of you, even preparing us for the next half of the year. Lord, we bless you. Be with us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can take your seat. So just a quick context about what we're reading today. Chapter 4, Jesus has just started his ministry. And so now after um, Jesus being led in the desert for 40 days, he's now publicly started his ministry. He had no disciples yet. And so what we saw last week is one of the first few miracles of Jesus. So he was healing and he was doing some certain things. And, and so nakita na natin, pumasok na sa eksena si Simon Peter, pero hindi pa siya disciple. Okay? Probably he's one of the followers of Jesus from a distance, but he wasn't yet called by Jesus to fully follow him. And so now, some scholars would say probably they've had an interaction a few more times na. And so medyo familiar na si Jesus kay Simon. And so yun yung mga possibilities that we are looking at. And so now, there was a day, a few days after, maybe weeks or maybe months, we don't know. But very shortly after, what we see is Jesus is now preaching. Preaching again. Last time that we saw him, he was preaching in the synagogue. Now, he was preaching by the lake. Okay, yan yung sinabi dito. And, and look, gives us a few more details for us to have a background of where he is. At least, na picture out natin na, ah, ganun pala yung ibig sabihin ito. And so on one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. Another translation of the lake of Gennesaret or another name for it is the Sea of Galilee. The Sea of Galilee was rather, actually, tinawag lang siyang sea, but it's actually a lake. And so it was a fertile lake with fresh water coming in. And scholars would say you could probably catch around 10 types of fish in that sea. So yung combination, warm weather, tapos fresh water, pasok na pasok na ang daming isda. Okay? Very fertile yung, yung, yung waters. And so yung mga isda na probably pwede mong makuha dito, pwede ka makakuha ng tilapia. Okay? So malalaman natin, in the old times pala, meron na silang mga tilapia. Okay? So tapos yung iba is, um, ano pa ba? Catfish. Okay? And, and it, mga a few more types of fish. Eels, meron din doon. And so dif- there are different types of fish that you could catch there. So no wonder... Peter and some of his partners was there to catch fish. So they're there, and they just had a night of fishing. And moving forward, he saw two boats by the lake. Jesus saw that he was preaching in the crowd, and he saw, Oy, may dalawang boat. So he had a bright idea. I'll get into the boat, and I'll use the boat as my pulpit. And while he was doing this, Probably Simon was in James and John was there on the side and they were mending their nets. Now, why, why are they mending their nets? They're mending their nets because before, fishing would occur at night. 
Ginagawa nila yung fishing sa gabi kasi doon mas malamig yung tubig, doon lumalabas yung isda, doon may buwan, doon ka pwedeng pag naglalaka ng, ng ilaw, mas na-attract yung isda. And so they would usually come out at night and it would be easier for them to get the fish. Okay? Are you with me so far? So ganun po yung itsura dito. And so they were mending their nets and this nets was not a small net. Okay? Um, scholars would say this is a probably a hundred feet of net. And so, tinatanggal nila yung mga possible na buhol. They were doing that to prepare for the fish later, uh, for the fishing session ulit, later for the night. And so, Jesus here is preaching. Peter there and John and James on the side. They were minding their own business. Probably nakikinig si Peter. Probably the disciples were listening, pero probably pwedeng lutang na din sila. Sino sa inyo galing ka sa mahabang shift? Maybe tapos dinala ka sa church or sa outreach by event, tapos umuoo ka, pero wala ka talaga dun. Di ba? Gusto ko na umuwi. Parang ganun. They just had a laborious night, and then now, this Jesus is now preaching. Now, you have to understand, Peter was did not have a great catch that day. So medyo nagtatrabaho siya, medyo disappointed siya at the same time. And so he had a long night and now he was probably there doing this at the early in the morning. And getting into one of the boats with Simon, he asked him to put out a little from the land. Now eto na, medyo naging interesting na yung story natin. Because nagaayos si Peter ng net niya, 100 feet. So kinukuha niya, minimake sure niya, walang, ano, walang lumot, walang anything, maayos lahat. And then Jesus comes in, doesn't ask Peter, Peter, okay lang ba pumasok ako sa boat mo? Walang ganun. Puma, pumunta na siya kay Peter, Peter, pwede mo bang ilayo yung boat mo? Lumayo tayo dito. And I don't know with you, but Medyo, that's pushing the limit a bit. Won't you agree? Medyo, Jesus, medyo insensitive. To, parang, Jesus, I'm, I've been working all night. You come into my boat, and now you're telling me to push, my, to push away from the shore. Now, probably, ako lang naman to, probably Peter thought to himself, ihinil mo yung mother-in-law ko nung chapter 4. Nakakahiya naman pag tumangge ko. So, sige. Okay lang, lumayo tayo sa shore, Jesus. Okay, pagbigyan na natin. Mamayam, di ba? Malay mo, magkasakit ulit ako. Pwede niya akong i-heal, di ba? So, maguro, may utang na loob. Siguro, iniisip niya. Now, that's a bit of a push. And he sat down, taught the people from the boat. Now, we get on to verse 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, So, pumunta na sila from land. To shore. Tapos sabi niya, Simon, Peter, punta tayo dun sa malayo. Now, if you were Peter, how would you respond? I've been working all night and the past few hours, I've been mending my nets and now you're gonna tell me, babalik ako? Madaling araw na, boss. Parang, sino dito, Alam mo yung mga moments, pa-uwi ka na. Dumating yung boss mo. 
Sabi, guys, kamusta kayo? Sir, okay lang, malapit na matapos. Ah, talaga? Galing mo ah. Guys, by the way, may emergency. Sino game mag-OT? Papapidsa ako. Diba? Sino sa inyo excited ka mag-OT? Sino sa inyo sa mga estudyante? Patapos na yung klase mo. Meron kang kaklase na, Sir, pwede po pa-explain yung sinabi nyo kanina. Kasi, ano eh, hindi ko na-gets eh. Parang Peter was already wanting to go home. Wala akong huli. Buong gabi. Tapos ngayon, you're telling me to go back into the deep. Everything about the command of Jesus here was wrong. This doesn't make sense. For us today, we're reading the Bible. We already see what's gonna happen. For Peter back then, he had no idea. You have to remember, Jesus hasn't done all the miracles yet. And so for Peter, this was just a rabbi, a teacher. And now this teacher, this carpenter, is telling me, a fisherman, to go back to fish. Okay? Let's try to break down what Jesus said. Yung ano yung command dito ni Jesus? Sabi niya, put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Now, the first problem that we have here is, unang-una, yung boat nila is malaki. It's probably 25.5 feet long and 7.5 feet wide and 4.5 feet deep. In short, malaki. And so, Jesus was saying, Jesus was telling them, alam ko malaki yung boat mo, pero lumayo tayo, Peter. Na unang-una, sacrifice na agad yun for Peter. <laughs> ano ba naman to? Mag-aano na naman ako, mag-row-row the boat na naman ako, tas, ay, hassle to ah. Pangalawa, ang problema natin, yung command, galing sa carpenter. Hindi sa fisherman. Parang sinabi mo, kasi ako graphic, graphic artist po ako before ako mag- maging campus missionary. Isa sa, sa mga graphic artist, parang minsan nakakaasar kapag may hindi graphic artist, sinasabi dun sa graphic, alam mo, parang ang pangit nung design mo. Parang ako, ikaw ba yung artist? Parang gusto, gusto mong ganun din eh. Parang yung kaibigan mo na laging 75 sa bidyoke, sinasabihan ka, alam mo, wala ka sa tono. Parang ganun. Parang, ha? Ikaw pa talaga yung nagsabi sa akin. Parang ganun yung nangyayari dito. Jesus was telling them, dun tayo sa deep. Now, unang-una, may problema tayo because fishermen were expert. They know that 10% lang nung dagat, dun nagkukumpulan yung mga fish. And so for them, for me to go to the deep, that would mean that I would need to go to a place that is probably a bit far and you don't even know what you're telling me. And how many of us, there are times when you open your Bible, you listen to someone preaching, you hear God through the Word, through the preaching of the Word, telling you to do certain things that doesn't make sense. And you're thinking, sino ka ba? Jesus, sino ka to tell me what to do? But here, we see that is what Jesus is doing. Jesus is coming in and saying, 
I may not be a fisherman, but I know what's happening in your life. I know where you are. The problem was the command. The second problem is the location. The problem is it was the morning. And if it's the morning, the fish was not there. They would go deep because mas malamig yung tubig sa ilalim. And so that's the second, parang Lord, are you telling me to go there? Tapos, umaga, lahat ng isda nasa ilalim, ano yun? Ang labo, are you gonna waste my time? And lastly, the problem is also the timing. Pauwi na ako eh. I, I, I did all the work the whole night and then now you're telling me to go back. The past six months, have you labored so hard? How many of you, you've tried all your best? You did everything you could. And then now, here we are again, prayer and fasting. And then, Lord, walang nangyari the past six months. And you're gonna tell me, fasting ulit tayo, guys. Let's believe for a miracle. James, nag-fast ako. Hindi lang five days, two weeks. And you're gonna tell me, three days ulit? Grabe ka naman. How many of you, you've been in moments that you've done everything you could? But you still fell short. Wala pa rin. Walang breakthrough. Walang nagbago. Nandun ka pa rin. Pinag-igihan mo sa trabaho. Walang promotion. Walang sales. Lord, I did everything I could. Lahat na binayaran Pero wala pa din. But here's the thing. I realized when I was studying this is, sorry, medyo mahaba yung mga words. Jesus' process of making Peter a disciple involves the necessary bringing of individuals from being part of a crowd to places or situations of testing and inconvenience. What do I mean? Damning words. What I simply mean is sometimes there is a crowd and many times, that what that means for us is we go to the service and God wants to make a disciple out of us. But what He wants to do in order to make us that disciple that can stand the test of time, that can be fruitful, is to bring us from just attending the service into places that is uncomfortable. Are you here? Because many times we're here, we're saying, Lord, I want a miracle. God, I want you to use me. I want you to change. Lord, I want you. Okay, sige, sige. I, I know my plan ako sa'yo. Okay, come with me to the deep. Daling kita dito, Peter. Daling kita dito sa malalim. Alam ko, export ka dito. Pero, sige, wag muna natin, wag muna natin bigyan ng promotion. Tingnan natin kung maniniwala ka sa'kin. Sige, wag natin muna ibigay yung pinagpipray mo for the last five years so that I can show you something. Sometimes, it doesn't make sense for God to bring you there, but sometimes He has to. And many times, this is the part that we don't want to 
get in the boat with Jesus. Eto na, Lord, pwede bang sa shore na lang? Lord, pwede bang dito na lang sa shore? Pwede mo nang papuntahin yung mga isda dito? How many of you minsan niniisip mo yun? Diba, pwede mo nang pituhan yung mga isda? Eh, Lord, kailangan ko ng isda. Alright. Nagtalunan yung mga isda. Diba? Pwede namang ganun eh. Pero minsan gusto rin ni God ilayo tayo sa mga comfort zone natin. Doon tayo sa malalim, anak. Doon tayo sa place ng disappointment mo. Alam ko, nagtrabaho ka buong araw. Pero here's the difference now. I'm calling you to go there with me. Because you went there without me, but let me come there with you this time. Because Jesus' presence makes all the difference. You see, our response to God's word is very important. You can nod your head all day and say, Oh, galing, ganda preach. <laughs> galing nun ah. Opposed ko yun. Pero, will you respond to the word of God? Will you obey Jesus? Will you get into the boat and will you say, Lord, it doesn't make sense, but let's go anyway. Lord, that's hard, but okay lang. Sige, let's go. You see, the main goal of Jesus here was not just to give Peter a hard time. His goal was obedience. Are you going to obey me, Peter? Are you going to be a person who's going to follow me no matter what I say? And I realized may mga moments na pag may dinideal si God sa buhay natin, hindi talaga yun yung dinideal niya. Ang dinideal, ang gusto talaga niyang gawin is i-obey kaya ako na to. Have you ever felt that? Minsan may pinagpipray kang tao, ganun ako nung college ako eh. Lord, eto na to. Lord, papakasalan ko na to. Sabi ni God, hindi. Tapos ako, grabe naman, Lord. Bakit naman? Ang ganda naman niya. Bagay nga kami. Pero, gusto ni God, hindi. Maniniwala ka ba sa akin? Because it's not about that person. It's not about me. It's, it's, about, it's not about what you want. It, are you going to follow me? And I believe many of us here, God wants to test our obedience. God is not withholding anything from you. Are you here? God can give the fish to Peter. But will Peter obey Jesus? Many Christians today, they want the fish, but they don't want the obedience. Gusto ko yung reward. But there is a necessary response. Ganda ng response to Peter. Sabi niya, Master, we told all night, took nothing. Medyo may onting rant. May onting pagka-honest lang. May onting disappointment. Lord, grabe, ang hirap. Lord, ginawa na namin lahat. Pero, at the same time, hindi nangibabaw yung feelings before obedience. Kaya sabi niya doon, Master, we toiled all night. Pwede naman sabihin, Lord, pagod na ako. So pwede bang wag muna ngayon? Pero instead of feelings going first, he said, but at your word, I let down your nets. Instead of comfort, 
Instead of saying, Lord, pwede ba? Alam mo, Lord, meron akong idea. Idea ko, kita ulit tayo mamayang gabi. Okay, kita tayo same place. Diba? Tapos, okay, ganda ng plano mo eh. Gawin natin mamayang gabi. Hindi eh. Sabi niya, I, I, I caught nothing. I feel tired. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. But at your word, I let down your nets. I hope that we come to a place as Christians that we will heed God's word and will come to a place that we will not just post the word of God, but we will say, Lord, this doesn't make sense, but whew, Lord, I'll follow you anyway. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo, bang I'll follow you anyway, Christian yan. Or yung, yung katabi mo, bang I'll follow my own way. Okay? <laughs> diba? Na parang, Lord, mas okay yung discarte ko eh. Pero may moment kasi, may place sa walk natin with God na ang kailangan nating unahin is hindi yung opinion natin hindi yung feelings natin, pero yung salita ng Diyos. Na Lord, yun yung sabi mo. And maybe for some of us, we might think, grabe naman, ang insensitive naman ni God. No, no, He's not being insensitive. Because if Jesus did not say this to Peter, there will be more lost for Peter than what he can gain. Kasi if hindi sinabi to ni Jesus, sayang yung naghihintay pala sa Kanya. And here's the part for many Christians na hindi nag-grow. Pwede ka sanang mag-grow, kaso ito, dito tayo tumitigil na okay. Okay, ganito gawin natin. Pero ito na yung parang Lord, ayoko, pwede man dito na lang. So sayang, pwede ka sanang mas makilala mo pa si Lord, pero tumigil ka na doon sa uncomfortable na place. So sayang, nandun ka na lang. Hindi ka makamove forward. Probably if Jesus said, Lord, pwede bang next time na lang? Pwedeng si John na lang? Probably the story has ended here already. Pero buti na lang, Peter responded with saying, At your word, I will let down the nets. Yung nets na pinagtrabahuhan ko the whole night, ginamit ko last night, na walang nahuli, sige Lord, I'll try again because now I'm with you. Now, here's the difference again. The difference is Jesus was not just telling Peter to go there and do something crazy. Jesus was trying to tell Peter, I'm in the boat with you and I'm telling you to go there with me. It's the same sea, it's the same boat, it's the same Peter, but with a different Savior at this time. And when there is a different command in your boat, there's going to be different results. Amen? You see, the second thing is Jesus' process of making disciples involves believing in His Word, even if it goes against the norm, our past experiences or feelings. If you want to be that person, that disciple that will stand the test of time, you cannot just ignore the Word of God. You have to embrace the Word of God, my friend. 
We have to believe the Word of God. We have to follow the Word of God. James says, do not just be hearers of the Word, but also be doers of the Word. So there is a place where after this, we go and follow Jesus and obey Him wherever that will bring us. Now, moving forward, when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them and they came and filled both the boats and they began to sink. So, sobra punong-puno. Yung nakita natin, punong-puno, yung boat nila, they were probably pa- panicking. And what that means is before, bawat isda is may katumbas na pera. And so for them, nung nakikita nila, probably nung hinihila na nila yung isda, naisip na, oh, grabe, pera to. Panalo to. Siguro, pag na- nung nakikita nila, nung kinukuha nila, naisip na pera, ay, panalo to, mapapa-upgrade ko na yung boat ko. Huh. Siguro naisip nila, pwede siguro, makamabibili ko na yung pangarap kong bahay. Ang dami na sigurong plano ni Peter, ni John, ni James dito, makakapag-propose na ako. Huh. Ang dami na siguro, excited siguro dito, yung mga disciples. And how many of you, at times, when there is a miracle, it's great to be excited. Tama mo ba? Okay na, ma-excite ka na. Oh, grabe, panalo to, Lord. Pag eto nangyari, ay, oh, gra- ano, travel all around the world to. Bibili ko ng tatlong fortuner. Yung mga ganun, parang, hindi ko alam kung saan pa park, pero bibili ko. <laughs> parang, ay, ganda ng anniversary namin nito. Ay, e- e- panalo to, makakabili na ako ng bagong gadget. Yun yung nai- probably naiisip ng iba. And, and, and I want to let you know, our response to the miracle is also important. Because here's the thing, many times the miracle can be a stumbling block at the same time. How many of you meron kang kakilala, nagpipray ng trabaho? Lord, bigyan mo naman ako ng trabaho. Nung nagkatrabaho na wala sa church, Sabi, Lord, ipasok mo lang ako, Lord, sa scholarship. Grabe, Lord, serve kita. Nung pumasok sa scholarship, nawala. Lord, sagutin lang ako ni Robert. Hindi ko alam kung sino si Robert. Okay? Or ni Georgina. Di ba? Kung sino man, di ba? Lord, pero sagutin niya. Ay, grabe, Lord. We will serve you. Ah, ganun, no? Pero, nung naging kayo, lalong na-shake yung faith mo. Dati, lagi ka nagbabasa ng Bible kasi wala kang girlfriend o boyfriend. Ngayon, Hi, Lord, I want a quiet time with you. Brrr, hello, honey. Ganun na. Miracle na. Kaso, yung miracle, hindi, hindi tayo lumagpas dun sa miracle. Nastuck tayo dun sa miracle. Lord, finance breakthrough lang. Lord, pag eto, nabayaran ko yung utang ko. Ah, grabe. Lord, pag nagka-baby kami, Lord. Lord, eto, Lord, pag nahil ako, pag, Lord, yung sales ko lang, makakota lang ako talaga, Lord. Tignan, bibigay ko lahat sa church. Mga ganun, no? Yung minsan yung mga gusto natin sabihin, pag ano eh, pag ano, talagang, ano, Lord, bigyan mo lang ang lesensya. Visa lang, Lord. Pag yan talaga, tignan, papagawang ko yung pasig ng isa pang building. Ah, ganun yung gusto natin. Pero nung dumating na, nakita mo na, pumasok na sa account mo, boom. Bakit na ito ah? 
Lord, thank you. And we now count, start counting our dreams and thinking about the possible things that could happen. Or sometimes some people would react like that. But in the story, Peter responded very differently. I can almost imagine Peter getting the fish with both joy, excitement, but at the same time with amazement, with awe. Parang, oh, dami nito ah. Pero pa, pa, paano nangyayon? Sino ito kasama natin? Kasi before, akala niya si Jesus, Master. Pero yung reaction niya, sabi niya, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Hindi, hindi niya niisip, Uy, panalo to Lord. Panalo yung catch natin. Lord, bukas ulit. Ha? Hindi sabi niya, Lord, iba to ha? This person is holy. Wait. The last time I heard someone say a word and that and, and everything else follow their word is way back in Exodus. When Moses, when God said to this to happen and it happened. In Genesis, when God spoke and it happened. And now this guy is calling out nature, the fish, and now it's happening. This is not just a teacher. Peter was now realizing, I am not in front of just any ordinary guy. I'm in front of a holy person. And this person is something I do not deserve having with right now. You know, there are moments that when we see the miracle, I hope ang response po ng puso natin is hindi lang galak, hindi lang praise and worship. But I hope there is a, a response of, Lord, wait a minute, Lord, I, I do not deserve this. Lord, I know I worked hard, but at the same time, I know, Lord, there's nothing I did to make this happen. Probably for Peter, he was thinking, probably lang, probably I'm just thinking, what if Peter nag-away sila kanina ng asawa niya? What if meron siyang nagawa ng mga pagkakamali? What if nagsinungaling siya before? Tapos sinasabi niya, but how is this still happening? Lord, ikaw yung merong kayang gumawa ng ganito, but how is your loving kindness being given to me? You see, I realized that Peter knew that all of it was Jesus. It wasn't due to, to the boat. It wasn't because of better circumstances. He was not in the right place at the right time. It was not a lucky day. It was not because of his expertise, his hard work. It was not because he had put a better effort that he had catch a fish. Jesus, uh, Peter knew, Lord, all of this is happening because of you. Do you realize that where you are today is not just because of you? No matter what you've done, still, you and me, we can say we still do not deserve anything that we have 
in our lives today. It is all by the sheer grace and mercy of God. If you think about it, it's hard to make it coincidence, all of it. Ang hirap naman isipin na nangyari to, nangyari to, nangyari to, so kaya nandito ka ngayon. You can't help but think, na Lord, this is all part of your plan. It is you moving in all of this. Jesus was trying to show Peter, Peter, I'm not just a healer of your mother, of fevers, of casting out demons. I am still also God of the nature. I'm God of the sea. My friends, I want to remind every one of us, if you're here and you're thinking, God, can you do something with my situation? I want to tell you, the Bible says, every knee will bow at the name of Jesus. Nothing can stand between Jesus. There's nothing that can ever face Jesus and win. Jesus has won it already. Jesus has won over sin, has won over death. Therefore, whatever you are fearing, He can overcome it. But the question is, will you take Him at His word? Will you believe in Him? See, last but not least, as we wrap this up, and I want to invite the music team, is Jesus' process of making disciples involves believing in Him as Lord, leaving everything and following Him. You see, in the next verse we see here, Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. What Jesus was trying to say here and what Jesus was trying to show Peter is that not just that you're undeserving, but what blows the mind of Peter even probably was the fact that Jesus is also calling him and inviting him. You know, one of the things that I couldn't really make sense before is the fact that Jesus had a calling for my life. When I was in college, sobrang andami kong kalokohan. And, you know, I would attend the service, but I, I knew I didn't deserve anything. And so the fact that I was saved because of the gospel of Jesus, solved na ako dun eh. Ang saya ko na dun eh. Lord, thank you so much. Sinave mo ako. Lord, okay na ako. Wala na akong kailangan. Pero what blows my mind away is, Lord, hindi ka lang tumigil sa salvation, may calling ka pa. Na parang, Lord, pwedeng wala na eh. Pwedeng mag-stop ka na dun sa save eh. Sa salvation. Pero bakit kailangan pang merong gamitin mo ako for a purpose? Pwedeng wala na eh. And, and I'm not trying to say that, you know, being a pastor is, you know, much better. But because the reality is every one of us here is called. The person beside you has a unique calling from God. And what God is trying to tell us is He's not just want you to be saved. He wants you also to be involved in what He is doing in this world. God also wants to use you. No matter how you think you're disqualified, like Peter is thinking to himself, I'm a sinner. I don't deserve this. Yet for God, he was still looking at Peter and he was saying, I know you're a sinner, but from now on, because you've witnessed 
what I can do. I'm also calling you, Peter. I don't want you to just have fish. I want you to be catching other people from danger and bringing them to light as well. Look at the person beside you. Mukha bang may calling si Gadzan. Whether mukhang wala o hindi. Kasi yung iba sa atin parang hindi convinced eh. Tumingin ka pero <laughs> parang wala ito ah. But let me tell you what. Whether you see it or not, God sees that person and God has a calling for that person. God has a calling for every one of us. But here's the last part of it. The last verse tells us when they had brought their boats to the land with the fish, interestingly, they didn't say, Jesus, thank you, ah, thank you sa fish. Ayusin muna namin, ah. account lang namin. They didn't have time for any, any of that. They got into the land. This is the biggest, biggest catch of my life. This is the promotion I've been waiting. This is the answer. Wala akong pake, Jesus, I'm gonna follow you starting today. Says there, they didn't leave something, a few things, many things. The Bible says they left everything and followed him. Now that's gonna be a test for some of us. When we get what we're praying for, are we still willing to leave everything? Because sometimes there's a tendency for us to guard what God gives. And Lord, thank you for this. This is my baby. Instead of saying, Lord, thank you. You just showed me who you are. And all the more, I'll follow you. See, the last thing I want to leave you with is this. The disciples left everything to follow after the one who is and has everything that they've been longing for. I want to tell you, the disciples, Peter, they didn't lose anything. They lost everything, but they didn't lose anything at all. In fact, they gained everything. And I want to challenge every one of us today. Leaving, leaving everything behind for Jesus, it's still worth it. You leave everything behind for Jesus, my friend, you're gaining more than what you can ever think of. Leaving that reputation, the good things, to follow Jesus, you're having the greatest adventure of your life. And I hope that we will not hold back, but rather we would all the more run after Jesus and see by the end of a line, wow, Lord, it was worth it. Because you're the one who would eventually die for my sins, set me free, give me a brand new start, redeem my life from a life of darkness. I want to invite everyone to stand up. And I want us all to bow down our heads.
we're going to spend the, the next few moments to pray. First group of people I want to pray for is if you're here, you've been attending church for some time, I believe some of you, God is calling you. He's in your boat and He's telling you, let's go to the deep. God wants to show more of Himself to you. You've been saying, Lord, okay na ako dito. But what He's trying to tell you, Anak, let's go further. Let's not stop where you are. I have many plans for you. And what that might look like is for you to open up yourself to other people. What that might look like is you joining a victor group or getting yourself discipled. And saying, Lord, I don't want to do this alone anymore. Because when Peter went to the deep, he went to the deep with other disciples. For some of you, I believe God wants to bring you from where you are to a deeper relationship with Him. If that's you, I want you to lift up your hands and I want to pray for you. See that hand? Yes. See that hand? See those hands? Lord, I pray that today we would have the faith to not delay but rather to obey you, to follow you, to step into unknown territories. Lord, maybe for some of us, it's uncomfortable for us to start following you seriously. But Lord, I pray that as we do so, Lord, we would see you moving. We would see you clearly. We would see your heart that, Lord, you're taking us into the deep not to harm us, but rather you're taking us into the deep so that we would be closer to you. We would be closer to life, to who you want us to be. So I pray for these men and women who's raising their hands. I pray that today is the day that they will go with you into the deep. In Jesus' name, amen. You can put down your hand. I want to pray for a second group of people if you're here. And maybe God is telling you to cast your net. Maybe you have a relationship with God is telling you, Pato mo na. Dito na tayo eh. Obey mo na ako. I-forgive mo na. I-bigay mo na. Maniwala ka na sa akin. Take me at my word. Maybe lately, this week, may kapag-wrestling ka pa kay God. Pero alam mo lang, God is speaking to you right now. If that's you, can you raise your hand? See that hand? Yes. I don't know what it is, but you know what it is between you and God. And Lord, maybe something good. Maybe like yung story, they've been trying hard and hard and hard, but your, your word is telling them, the other way, the opposite thing, the inconvenient way. But Lord, I pray that as they take a step of faith and obey you, I pray, Lord, that you would show yourself. Whether it's provision, Lord, I pray that your provision would come. If it's healing, Lord, let your healing come. If it's restoration, if it's breakthrough, 
Lord, as they obey, may you meet them, Lord, where they are and show them that I hear you, I see you, I am mindful of you, that I care for you. Lord, as we follow your word, I pray that we would witness your miracle. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can we give God a round of applause? You know, before we go, again, I want to encourage us, even in the impossible, let us keep obeying God. Kahit na mahirap, let us follow Jesus. I pray that we would not hold back, but we would be willing to let go of everything just to run after Jesus. Can we all raise our hands, Lord, today as we go? And even as we enter into a week of prayer and fasting, I pray, God, Lord, I pray that we would know more of you, that we would see you as worth more than whatever this world has to offer, more than the riches, more than the promotion, more than any of the good things. Lord, I pray that we would see you as the best thing to ever happen to us. And we pray that we would gain more of you as we pray, as we spend time with you, Lord, send out your people, Lord, with your spirit. Lord, send them out with your favor, with your peace, with your joy. Send them out with your signs and wonders. Lord, I pray that they would encounter you and you would use each of them, Lord, to be a blessing to the people around them. God, use us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining us today here at Victory Passing. We invite you to be part of our church community. Just go to victorypassage.org.ph slash connect so we can get in touch with you personally. If you need prayers, please send us a private message on Facebook or visit victorypassage.org.ph slash pray. We'll see you again next time.